This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Round the Cauldron. I'm Megan, here to shed light on a Wicca from a modern perspective. This podcast is produced every Monday, sometimes educational, sometimes philosophical, and always honest. Remember to follow the show on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Round the Cauldron, on Twitter at Round the Cauldron without the D, and at my website, roundthecauldron.com. You can also help support this show by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron and pledging as little as a dollar a month to get patron-only perks. Don't forget to check out my shop as well at roundthecauldron.com slash shop to check out the tarot readings I offer as well as some other mystical items. So I have an announcement or two. So first off, my YouTube channel is back up and running. I'm recording every podcast as a video as well. So if you prefer to watch videos or if you want to watch both, go ahead and click the link in the show notes to head over to my YouTube channel. I will also be working on recording YouTube-specific content, so any um, videos that have to do with other YouTube channels or tutorials or whenever I feel like recording a video. (laughs) So like I said, the link will be in the show notes. Also, if you sign up to be a patron over on Patreon during the month of August, you'll get a special handwritten thank you note from me as well as a little surprise. So head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron and join me for as little as a dollar a month. Now, if you can't pledge anything or if you don't want to, that's totally fine. It's 100% okay. Um, What you could do for me instead, I would really appreciate it if you shared the show with your friends, your family, whoever you think would listen. That really helps me out too. And you can share the podcast, you can share my website, you can share my YouTube channel, you can share my Patreon, whatever it is that you want to share. If you can't pledge, I'd really appreciate it. Are you ready to hop into today's topic? Grab some coffee, pull up a seat, and join me around the cauldron. So for today's episode, I wanted to actually talk about the important, uh, the importance of choice and the illusion of choice. So my daughter wanted to join us for this episode today. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Emery. You want to say how old you are? Six. Okay, so Emery is going to join us here today. This is my kiddo, my mini me. She looks just like me. Um, but I wanted to talk about... Now not with my hair cut. I wanted to talk about choice and the importance of choice in everyday life, in Wicca, in faith, and in your religion. So what brought this up, what brought this topic to mind for me is, uh, Emery's haircut. She actually, we went and got her haircut yesterday, and she decided that she wanted to get part of her head shaved. Now, I'm the kind of parent that if it's not detrimental to your health, if it's not dangerous, 
or if it's not illegal, then I don't really care. If that's the way she wants it to be done, then that's the way it can be done. So we talked about it, and that's what she wanted. She made the choice. We went and we got her haircut, and now she has to live with the choice. Do you like your haircut? Do you want to say anything about how important it is for you to be able to make your own choices? It's good. Okay, it's feeling. good. It's good feeling. Why is it important for you to be able to make your own choices? I don't know. You don't know? Do you think it gives you a sense of person, a sense of who you are, a sense of self? You can be yourself in whatever way you want to? Yeah. Yeah? you have anything else you want to say about it? No. No. And I got it shaved. Yeah, you got it shaved. Instead of cut. Instead of cut. Mm -hmm. But you also got some, some cut off here, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So what this has to do with religion is being able to make your own choices when it comes to your faith and what you believe. Now... We believe two very different things, as far as I know. I'm not the kind of parent who pushes my beliefs and my faith and my religion onto my child. If she wants to learn, then I teach her. If she shows no interest in wanting to learn, then I don't. And that's okay. That's the way that it should be. But having, having choices is really important for anything. Um, if we didn't have the ability to make our own choices and our own decisions about um, our haircut, our hair color, what we wear, the jobs we have, the place we live, we wouldn't really have a sense of identity. And in Wicca in particular, having a sense of identity is really important because I believe you have to know yourself and who you are before you can delve any deeper into the spiritual aspects of Wicca or paganism in general. So this is something I've been thinking about for a while too because of the choice in deities within Wicca. So we all have the ability to choose the deities that we worship, to choose the gods and goddesses that we worship. We all also have the ability to be called on by specific gods and goddesses. Those are two very different things. However, sometimes the choice isn't clear, or sometimes the choice that you make is going to be the wrong choice. And if you didn't grow up being free to make your own choices, then you might not know how to deal with the consequences of the decisions that you've made. So learning how to make choices and learning how to make those decisions is an important aspect of growing in yourself, of growing up, of growing in your spirituality, and of growing as a human being, um, regardless of spirituality. Now, there are some times when your choices are going to be limited, and I think of this in terms of cultural appropriation, which is something that I'm going to talk about in a different episode. So, cultural appropriation is a gray area in 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 a lot of cases in some cases it's not it is strictly black and white in some cases it is a gray area though so for example when it comes to 
worshiping deities or joining in um, a specific religion or a specific faith, some of those choices are going to be closed off to you because they are a closed culture and they are essentially invite only. So you wouldn't go to somebody's party uninvited. You wouldn't go to somebody's house uninvited and say, hey guys, this is mine. I'm here now. I'm taking it over and I'm going to be a part of it. That's not something that you would do. And so there are some cultures and some religions and some faiths and spiritualities that are closed. And you have to take that into account when you make those choices as well. Now, something else that I wanted to talk about is the illusion of choice, the illusion of choice. And this came about a little different, um, a little bit differently. So I actually heard something the other day that made me laugh. Um, I, I heard something from a, from a sermon that the preacher was saying, Christianity is voluntary. Christianity is a voluntary religion. Okay, that makes sense at first if you think about it. But then if you think of the options that you're given in Christianity, it sort of becomes an illusion of choice. So the options that you're given in Christianity are follow Christ and go to heaven or don't follow Christ and go to hell. That is what I would call the illusion of choice. Technically, you're given choices, but you're obviously not going to choose the choice that sends you down a path to eternal damnation and hellfire and brimstone. Obviously, nobody's going to choose that. So when Christianity is the only option available to you, and then you are only given two choices, your choice is going to be apparent. However, not other the other faiths don't do it that way. I'm not going to tell you that you have to become a Wiccan or you're going to burn in hellfire and brimstone. No, you have a choice. You have a choice on which faith that you pick, but you need to make sure that the choices within that faith align with what you believe and how it makes you feel. Now, the illusion of choice is actually something that uh, some parents do. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Okay? okay. Some, some parents do this. And I try not to. It, it's, it's really easy to get stuck in the cycle of doing it. Um, but parents will use the illusion of choice to get their children to do what they want. Now, a lot of the time, it's a viable option. Clean your room or you're grounded, right? What are you gonna do? Run straight to my room and clean. Exactly. That is the <laughs> illusion of choice. That's what I do. That's what you do. Technically, you have a choice, but you're not gonna pick the choice that has a negative consequence, right? You're not gonna pick the choice that gets you grounded. No. I already know what it feels like to be grounded. Yeah, you already know what it feels like to be grounded. That happens. It's okay. Um, now, I'm not sure if the illusion of choice is actually a like an actual term, um, actual terminology. If it is, I don't know. I might be way off base for what it actually means. Um, but that's just what it that's just what it reminded me of. Um, having the illusion that you have choices um, when you don't 
when you don't really have the choices because you're not going to you're not going to pick the option you're not going to make the choice that will negatively affect you now being able to make your own decisions and make your own choices like i said earlier is essential to growing as a person so if you're like me if you are a pagan parent you can take this into account when you are making your parenting decisions so Emery has always had options she has always been able to make decisions for herself as long as um, as long as they were decisions that fit within her cognitive function at the time so for example when um, when she was younger what do you want to eat for lunch today she would have choices if she made a choice that I didn't agree with or that wasn't a healthy option we talked about it we still do this we talk about it we discuss our feelings on the topic and we either come to an agreement or we agree to disagree but if it's something if it's not something that is going to cause her harm or be detrimental to her health or is dangerous or is illegal then I don't really see the problem with allowing her to make her own choices we do talk about it and we go from there and this is important in a child's growth and development too circling this all back around to Wicca and Faith, um, just be mindful of the choices that you make, be mindful of the tools that you are using, and where the ingredients come from, and where the materials are sourced from. Make choices that are good for the environment, make choices that are good for your spiritual growth and development, make choices that are good for your family, and for your mental health and make choices that make you happy like the, a graduation picture background like a graduation picture background what do you mean you want to explain that so um in my kindergarten in the kindergarten Whenever we would do graduation pictures or first day of school pictures, we would be able to pick our backgrounds. And I would have the choice to pick a background like a glittery gold one or something like that. And yeah. And you liked having that choice? Uh-huh. How does having the choice make you feel? Good. Why does it make you feel good? Because I actually got what I wanted to get. Mm -hmm. And. Hold on, um, there's an airplane. I can still kind of hear it. It's okay, go ahead and continue. Where did I start from? You were talking about how having the choices made you feel. It made me feel good because um, I got to actually make the choice that I wanted to and just um I don't know you don't know now there's a flip side to this story remember do you remember no about learning to deal with the consequences of your decisions mm-hmm 
Do you remember now? Mm-hmm. You want to tell that part of the story? Mm-mm. No? I don't really remember it Don't all. really remember it all? Okay. So, it becomes a good learning point, too, um, and a teaching moment if you're not the one experiencing the consequences and the decision. Um, when you make a choice that turns out to be not the right one or not the right choice um, or not exactly what you wanted. So in this instance, for her graduation picture, pictures, she had picked out a really pretty background. And then I went ahead and I submitted the order online and I had asked her once or twice if she was sure that's the background that she wanted. And every time she said yes. So once I submitted the order, then she comes to me and she tells me that she's changed her mind and she wants a different background. Now at this point, I had already submitted the order. I couldn't go back and change it because everything was done online. And so she had to deal with the consequences of her choices and um, face the fact that she was stuck with the background that she originally chose. Do you remember now? Yes, but we all make we all make just, what's that word again? Choices? Decisions? No. We all make mistakes? Yeah, mistakes. Mistakes? We do. Uh -huh. And that's part of the reason why I wanted her to come on and talk um, for this episode too. Because if my six-year-old can understand the importance of choices and thinking about the things that you are doing before you do them, then so can anybody else, right? If you can do it, they can do it too, right? Do you have anything else that you want to say about choices and decisions? Mm. No. No. Okay, go play. So I'm not sure if all of that made sense in regards to the choices that you make, um, the illusion of choice, and how it all ties back into religion and Wicca. Um, but I hope it was helpful anyway. Um, just, you know, like I said, be mindful of the decisions that you make, the choices that you have available to you, um, and why you're making those choices. Uh, oh, and um, it reminded me of something uh, as far as uh, spell work and correspondences go. So I know I've written a blog post about correspondences before, but really thinking about the choice that you're making and why you're making that choice for those correspondences is important as well. So just the basic idea of your choices. Oh, how many times can I say choices in this episode? Uh, <laughs> having a basic idea of, of the choices that you're making, why you're making those choices, the possible consequences of those actions and those choices and how they will affect not only you but the people around you just think about that and until next time everyone bye please consider supporting the show on patreon at patreon.com slash round the cauldron where you can support me and the show for as little as a dollar a month and get patron only perks if there's a topic that you'd like me to cover or any questions that you have, go ahead and leave them in the disc in the comment box below. Send me an email at the email address below. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and anywhere else. Um, 
I'm always here to help if need be, and if you have a question that I can answer, I'm more than happy to do that. Um, if you have a question that I can't answer, I'll let you know, and I will try to point you in the right direction. Have a good day, everyone.